back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Puck Placement Podcast presented by Sports Ethos. Back here with another season preview. Uh, we're headed to Colorado um, after previewing the Blackhawks' upcoming season. <clears throat> we head to a an actual contender, uh, a team that finished first in the Central last year. Uh, with 109 points, another fantastic year from Connor Mc, or, uh, <laughs> not Connor, uh, Nathan McKinnon and uh, Miko Rantanen, of course, both surpassing the 100-point mark. Really strong season despite uh, okay goaltending and not having their captain, uh, Gabe Landeskog, for the entire season. Uh, they'll be going into this next season in a similar fashion. In terms of Landeskog, at least, but pretty, pretty different uh, looking roster and depth chart uh, on the forward side of things. So, be interesting to see what they look like in the preseason and how those lines shake out uh, during training camp. Um, but uh, let's get into it. Um, I, of course, I, I foresee. Them being a contender, like I said, with a, a chance to uh, repeat as Central Division champs. Um, there'll be some competition, of course, but uh, with with Dallas. But um, I think uh, it should be should be quite the the showdown. Um, overall, uh, I I don't have a, a bone to pick with their off season activity. Or activities, I should say. Um, they are, you know, trying to build around and, and reconstruct to uh, remain in that contention window. And when you have two of the best players in the world, it's not totally difficult um, of a task. But still, you know, winning in this league is 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 hard. Uh, no matter who you have on your team, ask ask the Edmonton Oilers and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, but um, you know, continuing that that long, uh, you know, elongating that uh, championship window uh, is, of course, you know, the GM's job, and I think that's exactly what they have done. Um, the additions they made: uh, Ryan Johansson, Ryan Johansson, sorry, uh, from coming over from Nashville. Jonathan Druin, an old line mate of Nathan McKinnon, uh, comes over from Montreal. Uh, uh, Miles Wood comes over from Jersey. Uh, Ross Colton, uh, young center, comes over from Tampa Bay. And uh, Chris Wagner comes over as well. Uh, the players that they lost in the offseason... Some pretty notable names: GT Comfer, a, uh, a depth for a depth center, second or third line, um, but uh, an expert at the faceoff dot. So that will be something to watch. Um, he was, you know, great on the penalty kill as well. He heads to Detroit um, as uh, Detroit loads up for what they hope is a is a year of <laughs> bountiful. Uh, Success. Um, we'll get to them in our Eastern Conference review, but or preview. But yeah, Detroit's uh, going for it for sure. Uh, Evan Rodriguez goes to Florida. Alex Newhook 
uh, a, a top draft pick for Colorado. Uh, seems to have um, had his, I guess, leash uh, relinquished and uh, just wasn't working um, in that system for whatever reason. Um, he'll go to Montreal. Matt Nieto, Nieto uh, formerly of the Sharks as well, he'll go to Pittsburgh. Eric Johnson, veteran, will go to Buffalo. Lars Eller, uh, also longtime vet, will go to Pittsburgh uh, with Nieto. Uh, Dennis Malgin uh, will go to uh, Dennis Malgin and Keith Kincaid, uh, backup goaltender, will go to the minor leagues. Um, so a few, few, uh, few additions and a decent amount of subtractions. Um, but I think, obviously, the idea is addition by subtraction. So what are we looking at with the new additions? Uh, well, Chris Wagner, I don't foresee a, uh, a meaningful role there. I think um, with what they have, it's going to be tougher him to crack the lineup, of course. Um, some continuity, at least. Uh, with this roster includes the defense and the goaltending. They'll still have Georgiev and Francois in goal on defense. Um, they'll have uh, Devin Taves and or Devontae's and uh, Kel McCarr, of course. And that first pairing, second pairing, will be Byram and Manson. Uh, pretty big dudes in that second pairing, and then uh, Jack Johnson and uh, Gerard. Uh, Gerard will probably move up and down depending on what they need and uh, what uh, if they're on special teams or uh, something like that. Uh, but uh, like I said, continuity on the back end and goaltending. Um, and then, of course, you know their roster will take form during training camp. But as of right now, on daily faceoff, we have Jonathan Druin, again, like I said and highlighted before, a, a former line mate in uh, juniors with Nathan McKinnon so maybe there's still some chemistry there and there's you can tap into um, a deeper uh, connection there and then Ranson and of course on the right flank of McKinnon um, Arturi Lankinen returns uh, as a second line left wing he really flourished last year uh, with McKinnon so be interesting to see how long they give Druin uh, on that top on that top line um, or do they default back to the success they had last year with Lekkonen on that first line? So uh, Ryan Johansson will probably slide in that second line center spot. Um, and big question mark is uh, regards that right wing with uh, Nishushkin, uh, who's got some, I guess, legal matters. He had a kind of a mysterious absence in the playoffs, and it seems like that has come to light, some alcohol-related incidents. So hopefully it's nothing too serious, and he can return to that lineup because he adds, obviously, size and skill, a good-size-skill combination on that second line. Um, Miles Wood, Ross Colton, and uh, Drew Connor. Football brain. Logan O'Connor. I'm an idiot. Apologies. Um, 
that's the third line, of course. And then Andrew Cogliano, that's, I was thinking Drew, um, got uh, Ben Myers and uh, Chris Wagner so far. You know, and that fourth line, we'll see again how that takes shape during training camp in the preseason. Uh, but that's what Daily Faceoff projects. Uh, for my projection, I, you know, I amongst many people uh, who followed hockey for quite a, for quite a while know Ryan Johansson's kind of a polarizing player. Um, last year, he seemed to uh, outdone himself and has you know been shipped out, of course, um, from Nashville and had a pretty bad year, all things considered, uh, totaling 28 points. Um, I, it's, that's not what he can do. He's still got plenty of skill uh, to put up more than that. I, um, I think if he can be able, if he's able to play with Nishushkin, I think a lot is predicated on that because... Shushkin adds, um, again, with that size, you can create more space on that forecheck. And then uh, Arturi Lekanen is a guy you can also not use his size, but is not afraid to go to the front of the net. So <clears throat> if that projected lineup is comes to fruition, uh, I think it's not out of the realm of possibility that uh, Johansson can uh, double, easily double uh, the point production he uh, he gave last year so I project over 40 point or, or you know around 50 points um, if he stays healthy as well I think it's very possible and um, a guy who now he's changed teams from a fringe contender <coughs> who didn't end up making the playoffs um to a an actual cup contender, so I think just by nature of changing uh, that kind of uh, I guess dynamic that should be able to that should lend to a more productive season in uh, in general, but also just more opportunities on the power play, more opportunities to shoot and um, a, a rush heavy team, so. I think uh, it's it, Johansson in reality should have a doubly productive uh, year, and then in fantasy, of course, uh, should be uh, more sought after than he was last year. So, um, 50 points around there is what I project. Uh, moving on to Jonathan Druin, um, another guy who failed to put up more than 30 points last year. Uh, but again, playing uh, for a, a team that's in that rebuild mode, uh, change of scenery, similar to Johansson, should help him um, find his water level, his true water level. Um, I think the, if he can recreate that chemistry with McKinnon, uh, they had in juniors. Of course, that's so that's a long time ago, but uh, still, it's something um, uh, and if they can if they can create that connection I think it's not out of the realm of possibility that he can get 65 points um, that would mean he of course stays healthy and you know rekindles that uh, that on ice chemistry um, 
he's a talented skater uh, with some speed and a fantastic playmaker, great passer. So if he's on that first line setting up McKinnon all the time or benefiting from McKinnon blazing through the defense, uh, I don't I don't think 65 points is crazy. Miles um, Wood, I, I enjoy watching him, but uh, he, of course, is kind of one of those enigma- enigmatic players where you know, all world speed, good size, um, not afraid to be physical, um, decent, but not great finishing ability on net and passing could be a a lot better. Um, 76 games last year. So almost, almost a full season, 27 points, um, as a depth player on the devils, (coughs) not horrible, but not great. Um, especially in fantasy, you know, Maybe a spot start here and there, but um, definitely hung around in the uh, on waivers for most of the year. Um, he's got a good contract, signed a longer contract, so it should put you know any mental stress to the side. Um, <clears throat> he'll have a similar role in Colorado, but again, Colorado is a, a pretty fast team, likes to push the push the envelope on term, in terms of, you know, creating turnovers and turning those into odd man rush uh, opportunities as quickly as possible. Um, I think that's uh, a good situation for Wood to obviously surpass his point production, but um, also be able to uh, contribute in other ways, such as uh, on the physical side and just simply... Um, more opportunities to make plays, not just rush and shoot. Um, but, you know, have better line mates or line mates that suit or complement what he ha- his what his skill set is. Um, so, um, yeah, and that speed, that speed, like I said, when they, of course, every team's trying to turn it over and, and push the envelope. But Colorado does a really good job of doing that more often than other teams so him being on third line especially when teams are trying to change and he's he's you know pushing their either changing defense or defense that's trying to get off the ice I think it it will uh, give the opposition um, quite the headache Um, so I think it's a good addition a good depth addition a guy that has skill and speed and uh, not afraid to get physical um, probably doesn't have and won't have opportunities on the special teams, but who knows? This team has kind of struggled with uh, injuries the last couple of years, so you never know if he's able to elevate his game a little bit. Maybe he'll get some time, but <clears throat> for now, still in that depth um, spot. So fantasy relevance is not too kind of lukewarm. Uh, so kind of would simmer on the expectations, but uh, definitely have your eye, op- high eye on him um, as the season gets started. Um, and on that, of course, on that same line, uh, Ross Colton uh, should be his center, uh, who's a guy, again, not afraid to get physical, put up 32 points last season in a crowded Tampa uh, roster. Uh, very talented, good speed, uh, only 26 years old. Um, I was surprised that he was moved, but then again, I mean, Tampa 
has got some cap space issues. So, um, like I said, he's hard nosed center, good shot, um, and loves you know, getting into that mixer area in front of the net, uh, which should open up more opportunities for Miles Wood and Logan O'Connor. Um, I I project 40 to 43 points uh, around that area, and uh, really rounds out that the nine, the top nine uh, forwards really well. I think uh, they got complementary skill sets up and down this lineup, and should no, have no problem uh, pushing for obviously playoff contention but um cup contender a, a true cup contender again a, again it's hard to win this league a lot is predicated on goaltending and defense uh but this team should score plenty um if these newcomers can contribute and um get back to what their you know early projections were uh, when they were a little younger but again not, not that these guys are failures it's just some of these guys uh, maybe need a good opportunity and what better opportunity to play on the same team as Nathan McKinnon and Miko Ranton. And so high hopes and positive uh, projections for all these newcomers. Um, and with that, we'll, we'll wrap up uh, the Colorado preview. Um, hope this was insightful. Uh, give sports ethos a follow. Pay to, uh, just, you know, like I said in the, the previous episodes, a lot of content coming on your way. For all sports, football got underway this past weekend. Um, And then uh, basketball and hockey will soon follow in a month or so. So thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks.